All righty, it's time for another Root Issues podcast, your Yay. midweek joint, joint, joy, jolt, 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 jolt. It could be some people's joy, you never yeah, know. Yeah, it could be their joy. Joy, 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 down in my heart. That's a good Down point. in my heart to stay. Hey, I'm in the booth here with Alyssa. Hello. And me. It's just me, a Chris, and Alyssa. Yeah. Luke is still somewhere in South Africa, or maybe he's in the Switzerland country. He was going to jaunt through Europe, too. That's cool. I know. That's Steve's cool. going to another, another wedding. wedding. Another family <laughs> wedding. I don't know if he's presiding over this one or if he's just know. going... I'm but, ready for that season. But anyway, yes, it is wedding time for the Woodrow clan. And I missed this past Sunday, so yep, I watched it online, yeah. but we were back in Romans 6. I thought yeah. we had talked about that last week, but well, I guess Well, you know, we didn't he didn't, didn't clear us through it. Romans 6. We okay. introduced Romans 6 last week and we got as far as like, you know, dead to sin, alive to God. Right. And we're still in, you know, just, you know, more than, you know, human. Mm-hmm. bigger than human, powerful, you know, and are we living out of the Spirit? So not just human. And so this week, Steve, he weaved a great, like I love it when he kind of connects the dots and helps things come together because the title of this week is, has his story, kind of as one word, kind of catchy, become our story? And we're looking at Romans six eleven through 23, you know, and so when we look at that, there's this concept of like, you know, has his story, the way God created life, the way God has planned our salvation Mm -hmm. become our story. Like, you know, do we live out of I'm saved, I'm being created into something new? Because that was last week, Mm -hmm. you know, like has his salvation really settled in? Have we really settled in to seeing, you know, my life is different Mm -hmm. because of what I accept as Jesus, what I see Jesus doing in my life. And so, this week, he started out with this great question. It wasn't even on a slide. Okay. And he just rattled it out. And he, he said this, and, and we're, we're going to drill down into this, but he said, how is hangout time going? Yeah, I did really like that question. Yeah, no agenda, no goal. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm a producer. <laughs> right. Like, do you have margin? He yeah, like margin, margin. But like, you know, do you really, do you schedule in hangout time? Mm-hmm. You know, Derek here at the church, him and I kicked it around. Like, we live in the same neighborhood. I'm like, is there ever a time, like, if I just showed up at your house with yeah. my chessboard under the arm and knocked on the door right. that you could say, sure, I'm not doing in. anything. Right. Let's play some chess. I know. You know, like. Wow. You know, and I'm a producer, so I'm like always producing. I mean, it's like I'm producing in my sleep, you know, in my dreams, you know, like, you know, how can we do this? And what if we did that? And, you know, and so like taking that down, like, you know, what is my hangout time? Yeah. Now, I will say from all of my injuries. Yeah. It has increased. Yeah, we were camping this last weekend, yeah. and around the campfire, once the kids were bed, oh, were in sweet. bed, yeah. everybody was just so relaxed and like, this is so nice. Like, we need to do this more often. You know yeah. why? Like, I just wish this would happen more, yeah. kind mm-hmm. of. And I would really consider that hangout time. Yeah, totally. That's like, there's no agenda. Free conversation. conversation. Just flows. Yeah, just. Like, it could have gone any direction it wanted to. Yeah. And it's just interesting, like, such a gift. I think people didn't even really know what to do with it, kind of. No, 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 totally. Yeah, like, you get awkward. 
You know, and it, when we're camping, I'm like still producing because I do all the cooking. Elaine is totally right. off. You no, know, this was like s'mores done. were done. Yeah. Everything was done. Yeah. Literally. It was like that who's going to be the first to go to bed kind yeah. of situation. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just feel like when we're back home here, it's really hard to find mm-hmm. that. Like no. there's not really those neighborhood nights anymore where everybody's mm-hmm. just sitting out, no. mm-hmm. you know, chatting with each other. Yeah. Um, but I remember it growing up. Oh, yeah. And I know totally. Carson came from a community yeah. that was like that, too, yeah. where people just naturally would kind of hang together. Yeah. Um, and thinking about, like, locations where you can go now to yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll go to the Elks Lodge, like, on Friday nights for yeah. burgers. Oh, well, there you go. And, you know, that you never know who you're going to run into. Mm-hmm. It's good small talk, great practice for the kids, yeah. being in a restaurant. But, like, we don't belong to a country club. No. Or, you know, a place that we go very regularly. Yeah. Even the pool, I guess for me during the summer is some margin, but you're yeah, still totally. like watching the kids and making sure they yes. don't drown. But I'll get yeah. to talk more freely with people, mm-hmm. you know, like a small And I mean, talk. yeah. And so you like when you think about like just how culture has spun things and everybody is so busy and there yeah. isn't that margin for just that casual time. No, especially when everybody started working remotely. Oh, yeah. Because like the art of having multiple generations working in an office building and running mm. into each other at the water cooler. Yeah was gone it was like a scheduled zoom meeting maybe a little bit of chatter at the beginning but it was right into it and then everybody signs off and you're done and you don't have to have that awkward yeah no you know space to fill well i mean it's like you know just even as we step into the podcast booth here at the church like Mm -hmm. the amount of time we spend producing the podcast is less than our chatter time yeah you know just kind of kicking around ideas or what's going on Mm -hmm. and so you know, and I, I have found freedom in that. I mean, you know, I, my mind is screaming at me, and this may be you. Sorry. No, your mind, <laughs> my mind is screaming at me. I don't talk to any me. other adults during no. the day, so I but, can't hear in a voice. But, you know, that I'm behind. Yeah. I'm behind. Right. I'm behind. And I've been fighting it since my injuries because my life really slowed down, mm-hmm. you know, through all my rehab and just, you know, my inability to function. Yeah. You know, and so, like, you know, even last night, like, you know, I'm behind, you know, but I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm not doing anymore. I'm sitting on the couch. Dinner is done. See which kids meander through the living That's room. That's good. That's margin. You know, yeah. and just, like, I'm done. Let's and hang out. You know, and then, you know, bedtime and... Wake up time is mm-hmm. now scheduled and it doesn't get changed. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm like, I can't be like, well, I'll just get up at two o'clock and I'll just get it all done. Yeah, and I'll just work straight through. You know, like, no, yeah. I still, you know, I mean, and so, yeah. So, you know, like fighting that voice that says you're behind mm-hmm. will start to help you in the battle to find margin. And now, why are we talking about neighborhood? I mean, I can remember sitting on the front porch stoop mm-hmm. and wondering, why did that car slow down? Is this a drive-by? Everybody get, oh, under the, get under the cover, you know. Like, you know, you didn't really hang out out front okay, much. You know? Okay, But, you know, there was, like, neighborhood time, and, you know, yeah. our house was brick, so, you know, we knew, you yeah. know. But, um, but the concept is, how is our hangout time with God going? Right. You know, because Steve, you know, he introduced that first question and then he kind of drilled it down because this is how do we allow God's story to become our story? Right. You know, and and, and many people can have a quiet time. They can have their ritual yeah, yeah. morning and, you know, and I'm not saying that that's just a check off the list. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've been really just kind of focusing on when do I just sit mm-hmm. in his lap? 
Yeah. And do nothing. Yeah. Except listen to what he wants to tell me. I know. For me, I would say it was very rare. I always am curious with Carson's hunting seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll be gone for, like, you know, three to five days yeah, just totally. by himself in mm-hmm. the woods a lot of the time. Sometimes yeah. he goes with people. But I'm always like, I would go crazy. Yeah. Like, how do you do that yeah. when you're just out there alone with your thoughts? A lot of times, no cell phone service yeah. or anything to, like, look at or listen to. Yeah. And he always is like, well, that's when I hear God, you know, yeah. like that's his processing. Mm-hmm. That's when he's, yeah. you know, thinking about total the history yeah. stuff, I yeah. think. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, and then that just kind of comes in the blip of hunting mm-hmm. season. But, you know, I mean, he's a major outdoorsman, so he likes to get out there. Yeah. You know? But I'm like, okay, so that's that for him. Mm-hmm. You know what? And then. Yeah, it's it's got to be more than like a scheduled yeah. thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, entering into his story is like almost like surrendering our need right. to control everything. Right. It's, it's resting in that he has a plan and he has a way. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, when we look at Romans 6, one of the kind of, the, you know, Steve took us in at verse 11 and says, So you must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Okay. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought to death, brought from death to life, and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. Verse 14, for sin will have no dominion over you, since mm-hmm. you are not under the law, but under grace. Right. Slaves to righteousness. And so when yeah. I think about like hanging out with God and just being in his presence, it's like there's nothing that separates mm-hmm. bet- me between him. You know, like I can just be in his presence. I can listen to him mm-hmm. speak to me. He may have words of corrections and guidance. He may be answering prayers that I've asked for and giving me instruction mm-hmm. on him. But it's just this ability to rest that he's working. He's working. Everything that's happened. He's working. He's I'm his hands on yeah. it. And then everything that's to come, yeah. he knows, yeah. you know, is going to come. Yeah. And so, you know, I within think I have that. I a hard time with the slaves to righteousness. But Oof. I guess then when you think about it, like, yeah. well, would you rather be a slave to righteousness or would you rather be a slave to sin? Yeah, because, I mean, you know, and you kind of have to look at that. Like, I am no Greek, Hebrew specialist or anything like that. But when I see that, it's like... I am a slave to his goodness. Mm-hmm. I'm a slave to what is good and what is right. Yeah. Like that's what drives me and motivates me because mm-hmm. if you're a slave, then you're motivated by your master. And mm-hmm. if I'm dead to sin and sin is dead to me, then those passions don't consume me. I mean, when I think about like sin and the passions of sin, I want to throw in there busyness. Yeah. Like, you know, always having to stay busy, never being able to rest, never being right. able to not digest something but to just be able to sit down like that is a sin Mm -hmm. you know because it just consumes our mind where god is calling us to just rest yeah just it's okay right let some of the other things go it's so hard though it is so hard thing that needs to be picked up or yes there's always but will it be okay and I mean, I've got a great example for this. Know. You know, I got a great <laughs> example for this. Like, I was reading a book. It was a parenting book, and they were uh-huh. talking about like values for the family. Okay. Like in their home, man, they really badly needed 
new flooring. Like, mm. you know, you could get splinters. Oh, you know, like it needs to be either refurnished or, you know, refinished okay. or just taken out. Or they could go on a trip to Europe. Oh. And, you know, as they process it as the family, even though they want better flooring for their house, mm-hmm. they decided to take a trip to Europe. Wow. And put that off and say, like, you know, flooring in a house is one thing, but the experiences and the memories that mm-hmm. we receive while we're in Europe, that's a totally different thing. Okay. And so it's like, you know, you know, you know, for most of us, it's like it would drive us crazy, like, ah, mm-hmm. these floors, you know. But, you know, to just go and have that experience. Now, there are people out there who are so much more experience-driven. They would be like, ah, no brainer. Right. Forget the flooring. It doesn't yeah. matter. But it, it to me, it's like this semblance of, like, what really matters? matters. Yeah. What really matters? Like, and are we asking ourselves that enough? I definitely yeah. don't ask myself You know, that because enough. when I think about what really matters is, like, his story for my life. Yeah. And me connecting. Like, if Jesus paid for my sin gave me freedom from it, and then makes me a slave to him Mm -hmm. through righteousness, then I have the best slave driver ever. Yeah. You know, he he has concern for my soul. He has concern for my physical. He has concern for my family. Yes. And I'm resting in that. And so this concept of transferring from I'm not going to be a slave to the Mm -hmm. world. I'm not going to be a slave to those passions. Right. I'm going to be a slave to Christ. And recognizing your idols. Yeah. Um, I liked when he talked about the language. Uh-huh. Um, yes, that like things have been watered down, and it's important to understand what like these words mean. Holiness was yeah. when he brought up in totally. that. Totally, um, just off the charts today. It's not even out there, right? Like, what does it mean to be holy? Mm-hmm. It feels unattainable. I feel yeah. like we've talked about that before, like on this podcast. Yeah, but um. I think that it was interesting he brought that up. And then he asked, like, what is the purpose of history? But I don't know if he totally answered that or not. I think it's really understand. I think it's really important to understand your own history, Mm -hmm. you know, our country's history, world history, and and to look for the ways God worked. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, he didn't really, like, give us, like, this boiled down answer where it, like, cooked everything Mm -hmm. away. And, like, now we've just got this fine pot of... That's the stock. This is what history is. But what he did say is like, are we in clarity enough in our vision of history to see that it constantly repeats itself? And under our own power as people, Mm -hmm. it will constantly just repeat itself. Like we need supernatural intervention. We need to trust into God's history and his plan as a group of people. Mm -hmm. And then you can see history change. But if we're still... Not collectively, like, yeah. okay, God's in charge, and he's got a plan, and this is how we should behave, and this is how we should interact. Right. And that is, like, That's the a really representation good point. of well, the church. Well, and it's the same in your personal history. Yeah. Like, you know, in the parenting class, they talk about, like, mm-hmm. thinking about how you were raised. Yeah, what tools were you mm-hmm. given from your parents, like? Right, because it's going to repeat itself. Yeah, and then it'll be you... a pattern yeah. repeat itself again in your kids. Yeah. And so, you know, so as we dig down, like, you know, the questions to think about is like, what is your hangout time? Like, how are you ever just off? And then what is your hangout time with God? And how do you process that? You know, Mm -hmm. what do you do to just hang out with God? And then Steve kind of started taking us through these little steps here of like looking at the history of God. You know, so we're going all the way back to Genesis. You know, and so then we've got sin and death. 
you know, when his story becomes our story, sin and death change. Mm-hmm. Like sin leads us to death. Death is defined as separation from God. Right, but both are inevitable. Yeah, they're inevitable. Mm-hmm. But the separation from God is inevitable when we accept his story for our life. Okay. And we see Jesus as the paid redemption for our sin. Yeah. For all sin from now to present. Right. That fills the hole. And then if you jump all the way to his last point, you know, you jump into sanctification, but that's that process. And so, like, can we see. gospel. Yeah. yeah, Can we see, like, in the gospel story, like, there is no more sin. There is no more death. We can live in freedom without those Mm -hmm. leading and directing our life. And then the second one that he brought in was law and sin okay and boy this one got like you know like you're just minds rattling like Mm -hmm. that you know that god's word tells us that the law was given so that sin might increase Okay. So that there might become an awareness in man that they cannot overcome sin right only God can overcome sin through his plan, through Jesus. Through Jesus. So it's the bridge between the Old Testament and the yeah. New Testament. Yeah. yeah. Switching yeah. those up. But, I mean, it's like, you know, how much do we think we can just handle? Oh, I know. We can handle this. I got this. I got this. Yeah. I mean, like, how many times in a day do I say I got this when I need right. to be like, we got this. Like, yeah. I'm including you, God. Like, mm-hmm. my dependence is on you because I can't shift mm-hmm. myself like you know this the the, the culture's theme of self-help and self-love right. and self-management you know it will never work we have to have a spirit of self-control yeah. through the holy spirit living under the holy spirit's authority in our right. life but that doesn't really get talked about that much. no that humble acceptance yeah. of yeah is really hard for i'm people. incapable and so when we look at law and sin we're seeing like in his story like we become very conscious Mm-hmm. of I am a person of sin mm-hmm. and that brings God's wrath. Yeah. I need Is that when Jesus. you were talking about like the Pharisees had a hard time accepting oh, yeah. the idea of grace because they were like... No, you equate like you do better mm-hmm. and you do better and you do better and you make your atonement for sin through sacrifice. Yeah. And grace wipes out the law. Right. Because the law... Is only there to show us. We're like today in our society, maybe the with like the definitions he was talking about, like understanding what these words mean. Like they just want to get rid of sin, or they're just going to change the definition of what the sins are. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's totally subjective. There's not grace in that, you know. And I've always been a pro advocate of like we need to take and reclaim words for what they really mean. Yeah, make that live in the you know the culture today but yeah like you know sin injustice you know like everything can be rationalized mm-hmm. like you know the the teens uprising in chicago and taking over the downtown district you know like you know that was justified because well we closed some of the schools mm-hmm. and well we've taken away some of the after school programs oh, and we haven't done this you know so then okay they're uprising yes as you know grievance as it was mm-hmm. you know there's a reason yeah, people you know. totally do that in their own lives. Too. Yeah, I know I do. Like, yeah, justification, ex- excuses. Why do yeah. we do what we do? And so when you look at the law and sin, yes, it's like there is no excuse, right? And there's only one answer, and that's surrendering your life mm-hmm. into Jesus and following mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit and living so out. So you of can't gifts. throw out the Old Testament no. stuff. Like no. I think it is really important to still understand those laws yeah. and that legalism behind it, and then how lucky we are that. God sent his and, son. Yeah, and then when I think about it, it's like, you know, like, man, like, you know, if we were to accept and move in 
this supernatural gifting. Mm-hmm. Now we've only until then have we become equipped to live the life that he's right. called us to live. But we still try to do it on our own strength and our mm-hmm. own power. But, you know, if you just think of the fruit of the Spirit, living in those things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, yeah, yeah, goodness, yeah. faithfulness, self-control. Okay, I'm saying the Spirit has control over those things. Yep. And he guides me in that. And then if I was to say, like, oh, I need the supernatural gifting to see the dead raised or to see miracles performed or mm-hmm. to speak in the prophetic to somebody, now I'm gifted. I'm gifted. Mm-hmm. And I have the tools I need yeah, to live the way he's calling me to live. Well, it's like accepting, yeah, God made me knows how many hairs are on my head. Like yeah. things aren't oh just for chance. Nah. So your confidence should yeah. come from that. Yeah, You're totally. here because like, he put you here yeah. for a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And then think about that peace. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I, you know, guys that I disciple and hang out with, we try to hold each other accountable to that it is possible and it is completely at our reach and disposal to live life with no frustration. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, just wipe frustration off. Right. You know, because we're going to live completely in the spirit, and we're going to operate completely in the supernatural. Yeah. Well, and recognize, I guess, when you're being tested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, but then call on his power. Right. His story to navigate our story. The next one Steve kind of hit on was grace or sin and death. You know, okay. And so this this concept of like when we accept his story mm-hmm. and it becomes our story, then like I have to accept I have grace, yeah. And that grace has power over my sin and my death, yeah. And so no longer am I just living for. Well, I think about you know, that when fear starts to creep. Totally, in. yeah. Like I think that was definitely a mantra during like the um, unsettling times, yes. the beginning of COVID. Yeah. Um. You know. Or. Yeah, just when I think about things that could happen to my kids or my totally. family, mm-hmm. you know, and that like fear comes up. I'm so thankful that I know there's more to the story. Yeah, there is so much more. Just, yeah, you know, death. Yeah, you know, that it doesn't end. But I mean, if you live in the concept of just sin and death yeah. and you're a slave to sin, then right. you know death's coming. And you think and it's in your power yeah. to, you Change know. It. Yeah, yeah. And you can't. Right, so, or avoid it. Yeah, and so there's this process of like, okay, grace, grace, yeah. grace. I need grace. Well, I don't think I have the level, though, of like Luke Tornier, who's like, yeah, I'll like throw myself down this mountain. Yeah. Drive really fast in my car. Yeah, well, you know, he's young. That's true. He's so young. It is such a beautiful thing. You know, I know. You know so there's like, levels of that for yeah. sure. And I think it changes mm-hmm. uh, the more responsibilities that yeah. you get thrown on. And I mean, but, I think the more that you can just say, and acknowledge how close you are to God. Mm-hmm. Well, and prov- yeah, yeah, and press into those times yeah. when you can just what the hangout time. Yeah, with the him. hangout time. The, yeah, provide so, for margin to just listen for Him. So you go from like grace or sin and death. You make your choice. Okay, I'm going to choose grace, and okay. then you know we go back down into the story. Then we have a choice of grace or law. Okay. Okay, and I mean I know people like, but I'm you know they can't do that you know. Right. These things are law. Yeah. You know. You know, right. But but they're just living on cheap grace. And, you know, and so. Well, but maybe it's part of the story. They it, need to fall and be real broken, yeah. you know, to really understand the concept of what yeah. the grace is. And then, you know, it's offered. like only through grace do we have freedom from the law. Mm. And, you know, and that's kind of some of the points that Steve was making. It was like, okay, when we accept grace, I am not bound to the law. Yeah. 
but I obey the well, law. Well, that's the New Testament yeah. covenant, like mm-hmm. Hebrews. Yeah. We did a study, and that was yeah. so interesting to look at that break and mm-hmm. the trouble that the new church had understanding. Yeah. Totally. I know. Like, you know, like that balance. The law is there. Yeah. And it does me good yeah. to live under the law. Yeah. But I'm not bound to the law. Right. You know, but you're. Everything needs to go underneath that light of God. Yeah, like I do what I do Mm -hmm. because of my relationship with him. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to disobey him. I don't want Mm -hmm. to ignore him as he guides me and directs me. But he's the harder path. Yeah, he's guiding and directing me with grace. He's not he's not slapping me on the back of the head. Takes a lot of trust. Yeah. Yes. And so it does, because, you know, if you if you're just following the law, then you're like, okay, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And you don't need community as much. You know, you don't need that mm. time yeah. to talk with others and search for those convictions. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so he keeps going. When his story becomes our story, now we're looking at spirit or law. Okay. Okay. And so we have to live in the freedom through the spirit, life in and through the spirit. Right. Like, you know, That's because being spiritual in a secular world. Yeah. Being spiritual in a secular secular world, yeah. seeing that things are different, yeah. seeing that there is a spiritual realm which affects the mm-hmm. physical realm, and accepting that you're set apart. You're set apart now that you've chosen. Yeah. You know, we still are obedient to the law. We're obedient to man's laws mm-hmm. because God has put those things in authority over us. Yep. But we live it through the Spirit, not through obedience of just gritting the teeth and getting yeah. it done. Like as mm-hmm. the Spirit leads us, our story becomes like a complete and total picture of God saying, I'm taking you from here and I'm going to deliver you here. Right. So then it's not necessary to change definitions or, you know, leave certain things out and not others. I mean, I mean, it's like, you know, but if you think about like, you know, the Israelites, you know, in the desert, he's Mm -hmm. taking them from here and he's going to deliver them there. Right. And their willingness to live under him Mm -hmm. determines how fast they get there. Right. You know? Yeah. We got to read that because there's so many parallels to our times in the wilderness wilderness Mm -hmm. and such. And then I think we got two more. Oh, my gosh. It just keeps going. He drills it down. He drilled it down so well just, you know, from this section in Romans. Next next step is sanctification or lawlessness. Mm. Okay, because, you know, I can know that I have the law. I have the law before me, but that I'm under grace. But there's this process, like I can't just stop there. I've got to uh-huh. keep growing in that relationship. I've got to keep growing in that hangout time with God. I think that's what I understand holiness to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that mm-hmm. growth of, like I'll never be holy. I'm going to have thoughts mm-hmm. that's going to stray. I'm going to have days where frustration creeps in. But that doesn't mean you in. don't strive for no, it. No, I'm striving mm-hmm. for it. I want to be closer to him. I want to turn everything over to him. Mm-hmm. Um, quick example, like have a lot on my plate right now and then you know had a site visit for an event mm-hmm. on um saturday and it was like okay well yeah nah, i could see how my event could work here yeah, but yeah, i yeah. just don't know if my event can work here okay and there's a lot riding on this and then i call my buddy and he's like all right i'm gonna pray and then we'll see what god says okay. so he prayed god said something to him he made a phone call and then he saw two other properties great you know yeah. And it's just like, you well, know. good for you for not just being like, yeah, we'll, we'll make this work. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and I, wow. and, and, I, and I told my buddy, I was like, man, I was just, I was just journaling like, 
I need peace because these yeah, are hard and decisions. Then not feeling it. You know, the thief is lying to me like, nobody should have to make these hard decisions. They don't pay you enough to make these hard decisions, and this is too much, and you need to stop. You know, and you're yeah. like, shut up. Leave me yeah, alone. I'm talking to God. I just want peace. I yeah. just want peace. And then the house was crazy. Because, like, you know, there were some things coming from Amazon, but it's been delayed, and then oh it was supposed to be gosh. there. And so I've got, like, three girls, two of mine and one neighborhood good, just, like, counting cars for four hours. Oh like, is no. that the postal car? Is that the postal oh truck? Gosh. Is it coming today? And, you know, and you're just like, ah, I just need peace, God. I need peace. Yep. You know? And so he gave me that peace. And I do remember I, I, I wrote in the journal, I was like, do you care about this event? Because if you don't care about it, I don't care about it. And then, you know, I get he the cares, phone call from my buddy. He's answer. like, yeah, like, this is what I saw. This is what I thought. Don't know if it'll work out, but it gives yeah. us some options. And I'm like, you care. Yep. And so that intimacy is that sanctification. Yeah. You know, it's not becoming that I am more holy because I don't ever mess up and I don't ever sin. No. But it's the connection of I'm growing out of my desire and need for lawlessness. Mm-hmm. Because basically, let's face it, lawlessness it really is just our way of trying to take control back, yeah. you know, instead of trusting in him and his story. And then the last one. What's the last the one? The big one. Okay. And eternal life or death. Right. Like, do you walk in that relationship with God where you're like, this is not the end? Yeah. When well, I they got, talked about that at Miriam's yeah. uh, memorial. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Like, I mean, it's but that's huge. the perspective. I know. You know, like, you know. When I got the phone call that my stepdad had passed away, yeah, you know, Sunday a week ago, like 10 minutes before XCT, oh you know, gosh. I'm like, he mm-hmm. is at peace. He yeah. is hanging out with my dad. He's hanging out with yeah. my ex, his, his, his first wife who died of cancer. You yeah. Know? Like he's in this place of total peace. Yeah. He loved God so much, had yeah. so much respect. You know, I was skeptical at first, but then the first time that he prayed for a meal that him and my mother were eating, and I'm like, this guy's the real deal. Good. He can marry my mom. Okay. You know, and, you know, and and he never wavered. Yeah. You know, and so, like, yeah, he's an eternal life. life. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I'm sad. I wish I'd spent more time. I wish there was still going to be those weekly phone calls. But, man, I would never... You know, want to take that from him to keep him here moving in into that and next pain. life yeah, and so right. when you think about that as our story like is that your end goal like yeah. i'm really honest like you know if you praise me now great you know mm-hmm. but i'm i'm i've got one eye on well done my good and faithful servant like yeah. i'm going to do what i feel like he tells me to do even in the opposition of what right. other people might say i'm going to speak my mind when i feel like he's telling me to speak my mind and i'm going to try to do it in a gracious way yeah you do but yeah. I don't need your praise. I just need him, him to say, to well say, done, yeah. my good and faithful servant. Right. And, and then so have the, the time to yeah. have those heart checks to make mm-hmm. sure that that is. That's the goal. You're, and you're not just yeah. forcing through. I'm not forcing through. And so, own. so yeah. And so when you think about like this whole section of Romans, it's just digging in as mm-hmm. we're like, how is my identity going to be shaped? Because that's yep. where Steve has put us before. Like, what is your identity and how is it going to be shaped? Yep. And Steve is drawing a very big connection mm-hmm. to slow down. Have some hangout time. Community. Have mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. and hang out with God. Yeah. Slow down because that is going to be what shapes your identity more than your achievements. Yeah. More than the praise and the songs that you get from people around you. Yeah. None of that matters as much as God speaking to you. And yeah, having and the time to down. listen and hear and him. Just listen and hear him. And so we hope this was a great 
root issues midweek jolt for you. Yeah, and brought you, you know? some joy. Joy, we, we, joy, joy, joy. I mean, like, yeah, there is nothing but joy. Like, trust me, live in the reality that you can go through a day with no frustration. Yeah. Throw that as the marker. Right. Like, with all my guys that I'm discipling, like, you know, we have this slogan, like, you know, I wish every day could be like this. Yeah. Well, God made you enough yeah. to handle it. Yeah. yeah. And that, you know, every with day. With his help. Every day. I wish every day could be like this. Every day can be like that when you trust in him and his story. And so until next time, if you need to reach out and touch us, you can always contact us at rootissues at ccaspen.com. And we will see you on the other side of this week. Have a great one. I need to get below the surface.